0: We're live. I keep forgetting that you guys don't know or see that. That's funny. <laughs> What's up, guys?
1: Welcome back to the Kind of Funny Screencast, Kind of Funny Show where we run you through everything you need to know about movies <coughs> and streaming services. I'm Tim Geddes, joined by the big dog, Kevin Coelho. Hello. Nick Scarfino. Hello. I'm coughing, sorry. Movie. The movie like yourself, What's Joey coming? Noel. Hola. It's going to be a good one. I can feel it, guys. I haven't talked to, to this combination of people in about a week. <laughs> and it feels good to be back, you know, because that's how this show works every week on Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. We get together to go through all of the latest news in the entertainment industry, what we've been watching, all of that good stuff. We also ask you guys to send in some questions and uh, <coughs> Nick uh, asked you to be specific about those questions. So we're going to get to that <laughs> later and that's going to be a good time um but you can watch the show later on youtube.com slash kind of funny or roosterteeth.com you can also listen to it by searching for kind of funny screencast on your favorite podcast service um if you want to get the show ad free you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny that's also where you get to go to write in your answers to our questions uh the question we're going to be answering later this episode is what is your favorite rock movie be specific uh shout out to our patreon producers mohammed mohammed justin toft das bear jew blackjack and downtown jared brown uh the show is brought to you by our sponsors me undies and honey but we will get to all of that later because now it's time for the news baby let's get right into it uh sam Raimi officially confirmed as the director of doctor strange in the multiverse of madness oh that's cool Been heavily rumored for
0: is it cool though like is this a good thing
2: I think I think it would be a good fit for Sam Raimi's style, but I think that with with the executive producers over at Marvel yeah. kind of reining it in, I think it'll be. I think it could be a really fun movie. And I know you're basing that off of, of Spider-Man, but I think he had but free reign Spider-Man with Spider-Man.
0: Man. It was also uh, what was this the first movies he did? Evil Dead. Evil Dead, which is just like way hammy like it, it's a cult classic, but it's not a good movie. In my opinion. Sure, like you have Evil
2: yeah. Dead, you have Army of Darkness, stuff like that. But he's done like recently, Drag Me to Hell, and a few other movies that are. Sure. He's, Drag he's me a hell, super cable. fun.
0: Yeah, that was cool. Yeah,
2: filmmaker. Um, I don't know that his. It'll be interesting to see how they they corral his style into fitting with what the previous director did with Doctor Strange, which was pretty much straightforward. Like I think they let the acting and the visuals tell the story a little bit more than the actual like style of his directing.
1: Whoa. Oh, is that serious Out
3: there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's fucking the, the car. The, it's a lawless world out there, dude. Oh, We're having fucking sideshows like every other night, like drag races and shit. And yeah. It's like, no. Someone's going to die and it's going to be very, very bad. Just bring Kevin over to shoot out their tires. So, uh, some, <laughs> some fun shit here. Uh, a quote from him saying, I love Doctor Strange as a kid, but he was always after Spider Man and Batman for me. He was probably at number five for me of great comic book characters. He was so original, but when we had the moment in Spider Man 2, Uh, where you see in Peter's room, he actually has a poster of Doctor Strange. I had no idea that we would ever be making a Doctor Strange movie, so it's really funny that there's that coincidence that there was that in the movie. Um, i got to say we wish we had the foresight to know that I was going to be involved in the project. Uh, But it's just crazy that that Sam Raimi making his return to superhero movies. And Kev, I get your your trepidation, but I kind of feel like I'm on Nick's side with this, where I think that in the context of what the MCU is now, I feel like this movie especially – with how far along it did get with Derrickson. I think that it, at this point it's kind of just like a uh an Ant Man situation where it's like just just land the the plane, you know? And I thought Ant Man. <laughs> so well, so. <laughs> so we'll see with I, all that. But this movie's gonna get weird for sure.
4: And I think out of all the movies to put Sam Raimi in, this one makes the most sense. Like, it doesn't make sense to really put him in any other franchise, especially how this is going to tie into, <clears throat> whatchamacallit, the Disney Plus show, but I can't vision. think. Thank you. Um, I think that this could be really cool, hopefully. Fingers crossed. I don't know.
1: Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I, this one is has been touted as being the most horror-esque of the MCU movies, and that's Which kind of what of he does. He does Harry horror-esque Finn stuff. Yeah. It is a bummer. I, I like Derrickson, but we'll see where this goes. More Disney news here. Uh, we got some more delays that were also anticipated with all this uh, Corona stuff going on. But Soul, Pixar's Soul, has been moved from June 19th to November 20th, while uh, Raya and the Last Dragon is moving from November to March 12th, 2021. Uh, so one of those Soul being the second Pixar movie this year, and Raya the Dragon being the and the last dragon being the Disney animated studios. Do you Coming think out.
0: Do you think it gets moved again? Because like November, I don't know if people are going to be going to the theaters in November. You know, that all seems too soon.
1: We'll see because uh, there's a, there's other news stories we're about to get to right. that mm-hmm. uh, are suggesting things even earlier. <laughs> so uh, I doubt it. But I don't know. November is that thing where at least where we're at now, April 16, 2020. I feel that November is kind of a, a safe bet on... It could be by then. But I feel like that that's going to keep just getting pushed and pushed and pushed. But I think for now, November is not out of the question. What do you guys think?
4: It's How so hard because yeah. everything changes from minute to minute. I, even when we talked about uh, Fast and Furious, we're like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe they're pushing it a year. And I feel like the longer we get in this process, the more like it seems like a pretty solid call to kind of avoid a lot of all of this backlash. Not backlash, but like fallout from all of this. So. I don't
2: know. Yeah. November still seems like if you'd asked me a month ago, I'd be like, absolutely. But November seems really early right now for anything coming out. Like, I just feel like all these, all these dates are going to get punted yet again. Cause I, there's who knows if there's a second wave of this coming, like mm-hmm. a lot of indications point to that. And so like, if I had a film or if I had a franchise that I was releasing, I, I'd punt it as far as humanly possible and just take the hit right now. Cause you, the last thing you want to do is, is get all that marketing dollars behind it again. And then have a second wave of coronavirus at the United States or China and then have your, just have all of your revenue just lost again. It just seems like a bad idea.
0: I just kind of feel like, I was going to say, I just kind of feel like that that people, like, aren't going to want to go to a public space, like an enclosed public space with possibly up to, like, you know, 200 people in this, maybe even more. I don't know. I've never counted the seats. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) I I just think, especially, like, let's say even, like, the, the world has calmed down and we're all out and about. It's not the same as, like, being in like you know the hallways when you're going to the movie theater or getting out they're just so crowded i feel like there's going to be like that's going to take longer for people to feel comfortable in those spaces
1: yeah kind of going on a tangent here it is crazy to think about how many seats are in each auditorium of major theaters because sure there's like even a small theater is like what 30 something seats like what's the smallest theater you guys can think no, I, I, even a
0: small theater I mean, each row at a small theater will have what 10 people, and they'll be what
4: like, 10 rows. Yeah, even like the Roxy yeah. holds like almost 200 people, right? Yeah. Admission, and that's I mean, there's there one. are small
2: neighborhood theaters that, near me that have really, really small theaters <clears throat> that are like yeah. maybe 50 seats. Um, but they're average size the like I would say the average size theater for even just a neighborhood theater is at least 100. It's I just crazy to think at least about people the- in there.
1: That, that there's that many people, and granted, it's not like it's sold out all the time, and like there are a lot of screeners that don't have that many people in seats, but I feel like it is crazy that it'll be like, the like Metreon has 15 auditoriums with hundreds of seats. It's like, that's a lot of fucking people. Oh, like, yeah. To do one thing at a time, it's crazy.
0: I think about how like... big
2: the Dolby Theater is in the Metreon, isn't that? That's just a shit yeah. ton of people there. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: Hmm. I was gonna say, I feel like also every movie that we're all going together to watch is usually pack full especially
3: and with, there's multiple with screenings of it yeah
1: at once yeah right? crazy anyways mm-hmm. some good news uh this is more from the production side of things uh james gunn has been tweeting a lot because uh he's at home uh, and he says <laughs> right now there's no reason for the suicide squad release date to move we're on or ahead of schedule we were extremely fortunate to wrap shooting and set up editing from our homes due to a post-production team in studio with foresight before the quarantine started. So that's good. Uh, that was just in response to some random person tweeting him saying, do you think the film's going to get pushed back? Wow, uh, I, would, really- I would
2: love to see the VFX pipeline for that. Where they had to set up <laughs> all these artists from home and they're all probably wired into like to the server back
1: at the office. At ILM, yeah, and it- that would be pretty amazing. It's crazy because uh, again, I'm kind of mixing a bunch of stories here, but we're going to talk about this later. Like the, it sounds like DreamWorks was like totally fucked and uh, Illumination as well, where for the Minions movie that was supposed to come out this year, uh, it had to get delayed because the movie can't be finished. Well, like they just the animation mm-hmm. studios had to shut down and they didn't they set things up in time. So a there's lot of, like there's certain movies that are just like almost finished and are just like unable to be completed.
0: A lot of those like uh, bigger companies. They want to obviously protect their IP and not have anything leaked out, so they're really against having people work from home. And, Makes um, sense,
1: but not anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really yeah.
0: It, like causes problems now. Can you imagine? Like, it, but like you still need someone handling the fi- like, because you can have people remote desktop into their fancy setups instead of just taking mm-hmm. their setups home. But then you have to imagine you still need people maintaining those setups or maintaining the server farms that are like exporting these giant video files out. So it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's that's chaos. That's just one of those that's it's one of those things where I'm like, I'm glad we don't run a VFX company because the the (laughs) the margins are so thin anyway that that
1: something like this could just completely quickly wipe you out. Totally. Uh and then James Gunn goes on. Someone else says does this mean Guardians three will still be on schedule also? And James says right now the plans with volume three are exactly the same as they were before. So Again, more good news, and all this couldn't change or can change at any moment. But I think, at least in the. To me, I'm excited about this because Suicide Squad is going to at least be completed on schedule. Whether or not it's released on schedule is a different question, but that means that he can get on to Guardians faster because he's been talking about how he's not moving to Guardians until Suicide Squad is out of his hands. And this kind of implies it already is out of his hands for the most part. Like now it's just kind of. In the post process, and he needs to come in and you know make his decisions and shit. But cool stuff. Yeah, um, that's lucky for him. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, and then more, more. Like, Let could you imagine? Like, I'm just right just as
2: this hit, it. if you had post production just start, you'd be like, "This is awesome!" Because now I can just sit at home, yep, edit this myself if I need to. Kick it and and start getting the shots in that I need from everyone else and calling it all together. That could be. That's a great way to pass your time.
0: But yeah, I also feel sure. like it happening right as like the movie is in the pre-production phase where like can you imagine if sitting down it's like I guess I'm just gonna try to write the best script for Guardians 3 you know
3: it'd be so fun
0: you know who knows if it's done or not Uh, I guess I think there were images no but that was before it got cancelled yeah well imagine imagine how much
2: time you'd have to just like block out all of the action sequences yeah with just little (laughs) stick figures I'd be like well this is all I'm doing today for 18 (laughs) hours
0: (laughs) Uh, Taika, well, I uh, hope if people are doing that, they're going and, like, recording themselves so that, like, I if and a mega hit, they can be like, here's the little stick figures mini set that I made to block uh, everything out. Uh, it's just, it's I, like
2: it's like Back to the Future, when was like, pardon the crudity of this model. That's
0: and it's, exactly like,
1: oh, what I was thinking. <laughs> 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 what the, uh, this isn't a news story, but uh, Taika Waititi, the director of Thor Ragnarok and the upcoming Thor Love and Thunder, has just been on Twitter a lot as well, doing interviews. He did a watch along of Ragnarok, and some fun stuff came from that, but... He also like leaked a, a script of Lo- Lo- Thor, Love and Thunder, and it was all fake. And it was just it was so fucking funny. <laughs> like he brings Iron Man back from the dead and like they team up to avenge harder than they've ever avenged before. It's just oh amazing. God. It's just so fucking great. I love him. But uh Nick, this is some uh, news mainly for you, but for everyone as well. So Top Gun Maverick director says the film will be completed on time despite the delay. So again more good news of uh, they are they're able to finish this movie and so at least the movie will be done even though it has been delayed about 6 months originally from I think June now to December well that's good um, yeah they're saying, we're sticking to our schedule and finishing the movie just as if we it were coming out on its original release date. Luckily, I'm in the home stretch of post-production where, despite all the restrictions on how you can work now, I'm able to continue doing my job and finish the movie, which is pretty amazing. If I were in any other phase of the project, it would be hard to do that. But because I'm in the tail end of post, I'm able to do everything I need to do to finish it. So we're sticking to it, we're sticking to our schedule and finishing the movie and then just holding it for six months. Which is such an interesting thing to do, uh, but it's the right decision because this is a movie that people need to see on the big screen. And if there's no big screen, then you don't want to release this movie. We want this to be a shared experience on the biggest screen possible. It's just so weird to me because, like the the, the traditional
2: way you would you would do post production for a movie is that you would edit the whole thing together, get picture lock, and then you'd go through and, and start doing the sound for it, um, and then you'd do like orchestral stuff. So I'm wondering how they're how he's tackling all that with like how do you get an orchestra in a room together to play through the final edit of this film. And like, and, and do all that scoring and then have another music editor come in or sound that's editor come in yeah. and like, do all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like even the Foley <clears> artists, <throat> how do you get a couple of two or three Foley artists to do the Foley sounds for stuff that you need? Because they still have to be in their studio. I guess that's fine if it's only a couple of them, but how do you get a hundred musicians into a room? Every
1: movie's going to have the same little stinger whoosh effects that we use. <laughs> oh God. It's Would they just...
4: not just do it record it section by section?
1: Um, how do you mean?
4: For the orchestra?
2: Well, you'd still so you'd have to record individually instruments, which would yeah, be, that would. But could be, you not
4: do it by section, like have all of the trumpets together, like well, you like have six of them or whatever,
2: ten people in a room. You, I yeah. mean, you theoretically could, but it would. It's not your. That's going to be very. It's going to
4: take so long. Yeah, I mean, it's, it would be really thing.
2: hard to match tempo unless you had a like a, a, a master. I guess you could have a master metrodome going the entire time, but it'd be
1: tough. Nick, you might know more about this than I do, but when it comes to film scoring and stuff, it. Do most major movies do that type of live scoring to the the film? I thought that was mainly reserved for like big superhero movies, Star Wars.
2: Um I think I don't know, but I'm pretty sure Top Gun would warrant it. Like hmm. I don't know, I don't know if that's cause like I think I'm trying to think of the Top Gun score. It's not that orchestral. I mean, it's probably only a few musicians, so because you got that guitar. So maybe it's only like maybe five, ten musicians they need to get, in which case that'd be fine. But like if this was a Star Wars film, yeah, John Williams wants to sit in front of an orchestra and watch the damn thing as he's doing it, and like that's really, really cool, to be able to have that. But I don't, I don't know if all films do it. I imagine some films just do like, you know, if it's more of a digital thing, you can probably just have one, one musician or one composer just in there synthing out all the instruments himself.
1: Yeah, I wonder if this is going to end up affecting, like, a a wave of movies coming out that maybe they don't have the live orchestra. And, like, you know, kind of the synth side of things has gotten so good. Like, Final Fantasy VII Remake is majority not an actual orchestra, but right. I feel like it, it would trick 99% of people. Like, it sounds yeah, yeah. so good. Like, even choir <laughs> effects sound like real people, and they're not.
2: But for sure, a movie like, you know, a Marvel movie, like a Thor movie, needs to have – that um, who is it? James Horner that does the, the scores for those. Who does the Avengers movies? Sylvester, is it Alan Sylvester? Yeah. Like I think he would probably want a proper orchestra for that. Oh, stuff, of course.
3: Yeah. Who knows?
2: Yeah. I mean, we'll I see. guess I guess uh, Doctor Strange had a, sl- a slightly more like rock, like weird harpsichord sound to it. So who
1: knows? Yeah. It'll be, it'll, it'll be cool to see though. <laughs> uh, so next up, Dune gets some uh some first images. We get to see some oh some man, some and stuff. they
3: look good.
4: That Oscar Isaac picture, man. Yeah, Oscar oh, the pictures look so Looks dope. so cool.
0: I can't fucking wait for this movie. I love Dune so much. You all about Dune, right?
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I'm looking up these Two images right now. Yeah, are we showing these at all or are we just um, looking at them I up?
0: can look them up. Yeah, sure. Give me one second. That's okay.
2: I can
1: I can take a look too. Um, they're on uh, the Doc Slack. Huh? Um, anyways, like some some other stuff here that I just thought was interesting. I know we've talked about Dune before, uh, but they have reiterated that they are making this a two-part movie, even though the second part isn't officially greenlit yet, it's being worked on, so it's gonna happen. Uh, but there's also going to be a spin-off TV series for the streaming service HBO Max called Dune Sisterhood. And that show that show um is also going to be at least partially directed by Denny Villeneuve. So oh that's cool this is kind of like a cool this sounds like it's everything is going right so far for i mean
2: yeah this is this has all the makings of being one of the greatest sci-fi movies ever that no one goes to see i can't (laughs) wait that's his specialty right it's unfortunate but
0: it's so sad because his movies are great he does a he's a good director that does a good job with these movies and looking at these pictures it's like it it looks like a. It reminds me so much of the uh, sci-fi miniseries, but like prettier, which is mm-hmm. exactly what I want.
1: This fucking cast, too, like, dude. I know, yeah. dude. Look Man. at these. Guys. They're Holy nailing us, too. <laughs> he this looks is so cool. Great.
0: Yeah,
2: so Oscar, as he is playing is playing uh, his dad, right?
0: I think yeah. that's right. Paul,
2: yeah, Paul's dad. I think yeah. he's the one. That's cool. He's he plays Mister Atreus. That's cool. <laughs>
0: That's and then, really uh, cool. who <laughs> plays the wife? Oh. Is, is Josh Ferguson, Brolin nice? playing the uh his like tutor/teacher? slash Yeah, I think so. God, that's a good cast. I well, we didn't...
2: The, Let's see. I jo- oh, no, Josh Brolin's playing Gurney, which I
1: think yeah, Halleck
2: Gur- and Jason Momoa's is Duncan Idaho. That's Oh, a cast Jason Momoa's is in this? Yeah, is that Jason yeah.
1: Momoa? That's in wild. The, in The White?
2: Mm-hmm. Uh in I'm looking at the, the big cast photo here. I don't see him in there. Hold on, let me scroll down. Uh, and that's Denny, 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 when I saw God, in, Josh Brolin, I'm, looking, I'm showing off an
4: Instagram post. I don't think Jason Moe's in that like Josh Brolin set.
2: He's not, but he's the, he's down. In the, yeah. He's in the white as Duncan Idaho. I think he, I think Duncan Idaho Isn't was it, the, like, holding the stick. Yeah. I know he's holding, like a
0: Duncan sort of Idaho is for sure. His like mentor. his teacher, mentor, right? Yeah. That, uh,
2: that's going to be cool. There's,
0: there's only one, one diet.
2: Jesus Christ.
0: There's only one. What? It
4: looks cool.
2: What's that, Tim? Uh, he's holding a what?
0: Did you
4: say? It
2: looks like he's holding some sort of knife or sword or something. Yeah, like okay, that. dude. Like, damn, that's him. Like, yeah, man, that's what that's happens when you put him different. in
1: Aquaman garb. He looks like yeah. a relaxer. <laughs> that's nuts. It's weird seeing him with <sighs> like a shirt on. Um, this is crazy. This is gonna be Javier
4: Bardem.
2: Gosh, this is gonna be so good. Just the yeah. fact that I mean, how, Tim, how much do you know about Dune? I know all? just I've heard Kevin talk about it. A
1: lot. yeah don't i That's want you to just go it. into this blind. oh trust me i will
2: <laughs> i want you to just not look up anything about it I don't because think i there's... feel like you're gonna
0: love it i don't know they could be done in a movie like a nine two hour movies. miniseries for well it's the first... two movies i think oh yeah sorry, i think but... they are doing two i don't know I, like that that how far could that get like there's the it's such a deep world with so much happening
1: it's I imagine uh... these gonna be long ass movies though i hope they're so. gonna be like three hours long they i
0: have really hope so
2: We're going to get up to like um, Quentin Tarantino territory here. We're going to need an intermission in the middle of these movies. (laughs) But I think, I mean, just from the look at it, I think uh, Timothee Chalamet is a great choice Mm -hmm. for Paul. Um, Himmons and die in a movie together?
0: I'm just like,
1: (laughs) damn.
2: He's a a really good choice too, especially where the character starts, where he ends. I think he can nail that.
0: I think he can nail Um, that too. He's a phenomenal actor.
2: But yeah, I mean, I'll just say if you like um, if you like Game of Thrones and that level of like story progression and that many characters kind of interworking, I think he took I think uh, George R. R. Martin took a lot of inspiration from Dune and sort of how they create this world with where it's a world full of like different factions and politics and how you kind of see why people's motivations are so strong on both sides. I think it's going to be really cool for a lot of people and I hope people give it a shot. I hope the trailer fucking knocks people off their ass because this is going to be one of those thinking man science movies but uh, it's like a fantasy sci-fi movies, but I think it's going to really work
1: uh, next up Disney's going a little censor crazy. This is something that definitely went viral the last couple days and uh, there's not much to talk about but uh, Disney Plus edited Daryl Hannah's butt out of Splash. How dare you? <laughs> so, <really laughs> uh there's a a link in the article there you can see there was a tweet of somebody that just took a video of the moment but they there's a moment where she walks back into the water and they just added cg hair they extended her hair to cover her butt and it just looks like she has a furry little butt and it's weird oh it looks
4: really bad
1: (laughs) why would they do that and what's wrong with a butt kids can't see a butt it's just unbelievable i mean the thing that everybody's talking about is just like this is such a emblematic problem uh, emblematic of the problem of sex versus violence where it's like cool Thanos' head can get lobbed straight off Snoke can get cut in half this shit it's no you can't see a butt uh, you
2: can't What's see it you can't see the backside of a butt which by the way every human being on the planet has you've got one I've got one everyone's got one this is terrible oh that's terrible
1: but yeah it's uh so fucking funny <laughs> like i just i want a <laughs> conversation that got to this like it was so hey man just watching splash there's a butt. <laughs>
3: somebody
2: <has to laughs> some out. no some fucking parent probably complained about it that they're like my, the kids by uh, meanwhile over in the fucking corner playing call of duty just murking people with headshots i'm so and happy with that mom, direction nick this mom's like uh i'm sorry my child saw a butt a female butt and he's 14 he's probably never seen one of those before um and meanwhile the kid's like yeah yeah yeah," whatever mom 10 o'clock rolls around he goes over to fucking pornhub and starts whacking it to the most ungodly over sexualized (laughs) things ever i don't know
1: why i gave you credit (laughs) (laughs) you got there you got
2: there i think it's ridiculous also it's like i hate that i don't like it, it it it's so weird to me to go back i'm so anti this which is like if you think it's not appropriate for kids take it off your platform don't don't change the movie and change that moment in the movie just because, like it's it's kind of like I don't know, it's revising history, and I just don't like that very much.
4: Also, how many kids are actively watching Splash from 1986?
2: Like, I mean, first really? off, I didn't know Splash was on the platform. I might watch that
1: tonight, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. But for Christ's sake, who cares? <laughs> uh, anyways, then in some good Disney Plus news, The Mandalorian gets an eight episode documentary series on Disney Plus that's going to start on May the fourth. Um, pretty cool. It's called Disney Gallery The Mandalorian, which kind of implies there's gonna be other Disney Gallery documentary series. Cool shit. Uh John Favreau invites the cast and crew to share an un- unprecedented look at the making of the series, which quickly became pop culture phenomenon, blah blah blah. Uh, it's an eight-episode documentary series that pulls back the curtain. Each chapter explores a different facet of the first live-action Star Wars film through interviews, never first seen footage, roundtable conversations, and other things going into the tech of everything. So that's pretty cool. I'm excited to see it because all those behind the scenes things we saw for this were super rad.
0: I can't wait to see what the actual like I know we saw still pictures, but like what that crazy LED like box that they filmed. the Yeah, looks like and like how kind of the pipeline looks when they're like, how easy is it to go from idea of adding a fucking rock in the background to actually getting that rock on an image there? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, that'll be
2: cool. I've seen I've seen some behind the scenes stuff on that cuz uh, my brother knows some of the guys that worked on it. Um and they obviously weren't allowed to share at the time, but I've, I've since then they've put out some promotional material um showing the process and it's like it's fucking weird because you see the shot like they have a promotional shot of a guy on a motorcycle and he's just standing there like he's like out there at the Grand Canyon. You're like, oh, that's cool. It's just a shot of a guy at the Grand Canyon. And then it cut like and the camera's like panning around him. You're like, oh, it's just, it's whatever. It's a nice sunny day. And then it cuts to the camera behind him and it's just an LED wall. And you're like,
1: whoa, it is I fucking love it.
2: Man. Really fucking so cool. cool. The only thing that's practical is the actual flooring stuff. But everything else is like is just expansions. And you have to think like how much easier is that to shoot than shooting on green screen and having to figure out how to get shit into the background later
1: in post and like, dude I, I mean also just the acting you know just like being just the fact that you're in the environment there. and can see it yeah because cool. that's my thing is it's like for i, I talked about this a couple of days ago on some show i think but uh i got the oculus quest vr unit and i've just been fucking around with it and it just blows my mind how we're years into vr now and it still blows my mind how much it it. i'm like i'm in a different place right now like and the thing about the quest that's crazy is like you create a box of where you're at, and if you leave that box, it just turns into you just see what the it's real the, world. It's called that's the guardian hilarious. system. I Cameras think. on. The, that's cool as hell.
3: It's wild, dude.
0: It is yeah. so insane Even because it's you, like you just if go you like stick this. Your arm into the like out of the thing, it'll show like a grid of like where the guardian system was set up and it's like letting you know like hey your arm's going too far and it like it works so well and it's like it makes cool. me feel
1: like i'm really cool. right now i'm in the theater room and then all of a sudden i'm in a fucking box or and then all of a sudden that box loads a game and i'm in this world and it's like if if you can get tricked that much doing this like imagine for these actors like how much more immersive that's going to be in, like the I oh,
2: mean I've said I've said before I think that that's absolutely the way of the future <laughs> especially as like new technology comes out they're they're dealing they're playing around with like LED um curtains and things like that where you don't even need panels anymore you can have like a curtain LED like, curtains feet. yeah you can just like spread it oh, the diodes are yeah. into the curtains um so you can you can have it be like seamless and they're super easy to set up so in the next 10 years like i i have to imagine studios are looking to invest fairly heavily in just uh, putting these things up on every freaking wall of, of like I mean, at least taking out one of their big their big uh, hangers their, or their big uh, production hangers and putting in an led room for all the green screen stuff because it's like imagine if you could just walk in there turn it on and there's no setup required you don't have to light green screen you don't have to put the x's on there you don't have to motion track anything it's super cool the only downside is that you have to figure out what the shit looks like beforehand so you still have to do all that work of compositing and, and rendering and all that stuff but um, they're not rendering, excuse me. You have to do all the work of building the engine in Unreal and building the environment. But after you do that, it's just like, it's like a video game. You can just go anywhere you want with it. It's really that's cool man. That's
1: crazy, man. man. Um, so then another fun thing is for May the 4th, that's going to be the date that the final episode of Clone Wars debuts. So they're like moving it. Ooh. Even though it's a Monday, they're like, fuck it. We're going to put it there because that makes sense. Um. Another cool thing is they announced another new Disney Plus show called Prop Culture.
3: Oh,
1: that's um, cool. This looks... Fucking awesome! Have you seen the trailer for this, guys? No. Is it about prop making? It's about a Disney, or it's about a movie prop collector um, that is. It's like a documentary type thing of him. It follows him and looking at his collection. But then they take him to the Disney lot and allow him to go into disney's prop storage and just kind of like look at a bunch of shit like the shrink ray from honey i shrunk the kids or the scorpion cool. from honey i shrunk the kids <laughs> uh, or rick moranis from honey i shrunk the kids <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> just but, so like, you know, right things, like props from parent trap like the og parent trap like props from pirates of the caribbean like all this stuff and it's like dude this looks really fucking rad um the like all the original things they used for tron like oh, and stuff, like it's cool. It looks cool. And then they they also in the trailer you see like Christopher Lloyd going and looking at the uh, original costume he wore in Roger Rabbit. It's oh, cool. that's awesome! Yeah, that's like really this looks cool. really, really, really fucking good. For a second
0: there, I was like, Christopher Lloyd wasn't wasn't he Roger the judge, Rabbit, right? Yeah, he was, was like, Judge, yeah. was he Roger? Yeah, was weird. It was quiet for a second. I was like, All right, guys, what are you talking about?
2: Took me a second.
0: Yes. Man, so that's cool. Movie Props is is crazy. I I Paula like took me on a tour of ILM and they had the gun from uh, Roger Rabbit or Who mm-hmm. Framed Roger Rabbit with mm-hmm. all the bullets in a case and it was just like holy Oh the car- shit. the cartoon gun? Yeah, the cartoon gun that uh, he puts in cool. there where they have all the wily bullets and they yeah. it's, it's wild. It's just crazy.
4: So, I think all this behind the scenes stuff from Disney is like the coolest part about Disney Plus for me between the uh documentary series they did about the parks the one day at disney this like i think that's kind of my favorite content that they've been putting out i'm just See, wait, I feel like your
2: mic's going through your computer not your yeti
4: yeah i meant to yeah. know about that oh
2: well
3: okay hold on I,
1: i'm i'm just surprised that uh they it, there seems to be shows that we didn't know about that are coming out now and and i wonder how much of this is a frantic race of like fuck what can we get out now Oh, um, I'm sure that's based on a lot of it. I'm, I mean, I imagine they had a lot of these shows
2: in the hopper, kind of being ready to. I can't imagine they were they weren't done post production wise, but they probably just, they're probably just publishing everything they have right now.
1: Now, so the most interesting thing about this, besides the fact that I really fucking want to watch it, is it debuts May first, all of it.
4: Ooh, they oh, put
1: it all down on at, at once. Yeah, it's cool. I wonder, I wonder why, because it seems they're not doing that with the Mandalorian. So. I feel like just
2: because it's probably a smaller franchise and it's the kind of thing that like people are more inclined to go, oh, there's eight of these. I'll give it a shot now as opposed to like you're not going to build a lot of steam for the show over the span of like eight weeks. Whereas The Mandalorian, I think, has has such a big audience baked in and people love that content so much that they would stick around and keep coming back to the platform for that long. Yeah. Cool stuff. Not me, but other people.
1: (laughs) May 1st. Well, you're gonna
0: we're definitely gonna give this one a shot series, no
2: not for the behind the scenes stuff i'm not gonna oh, watch the behind the scenes stuff for mandalorian i don't care about that but i will watch the prop making thing i, I feel like yeah, in another life stuff. kevin you would have been a master prop maker
0: you know i still have time i can leave this it's world true. and just go <laughs> make true. props it seems like a lot of fun i there's a uh, tested with the uh, the dude from mythbusters jamie Adam, uh, something oh jamie uh, he Was does he- like he's got like a series that he's got ongoing that's one day builds and it's so, so entertaining to see like how they make the little shortcuts and they're like, oh, we'll use this because it like it looks like paper, but it's way more durable and it's like, whoa,
1: that's cool. Um, So moving on from this more fun things that people are trying to do in these weird times, uh, the cast of High School Musical is reuniting for an ABC sing along, including Zac Efron. That's kind of Very the, the biggest bit of this. <clears throat> so ABC's been doing a sing uh, or been promoting a sing-along they're going to do. Um, that kind of gets a whole bunch of people together to. It's tonight, evolve. right? Not, is it tonight? April 16th. I think 16th. it's tonight. April. Yeah, tonight. S- oh, today. shit. That's tonight. Holy crap. Maybe we'll watch that, Joe. That would be fun. <gasps>
3: okay.
1: Um, it features celebrities from the whole Disney family doing stuff. Ryan Seacrest is hosting it. Uh, Donny Osmond's going to sing I'll Make a Man Out of You from Mulan. I'm very excited very about exciting. that. Uh, we wait. got the voice of Moana singing the Moana song. Uh, we got uh, a whole bunch of like just fun stuff like that. We got uh, – Ariana
4: Grande is like, doing uh, yeah. Hercules, which yeah. is my dream casting for a live action. Meg? Hercules. Yes. Wow. I have I a whole like list of that. muses of people that I want. Disney, just call me. I can help you. I love that. It's going to
1: be great. Uh, Anyway, a whole bunch of people are going to be a part of it, but they're getting a reunion for High School Musical that will have all of the original people, Vanessa Hudgens, Ashley Tisdale, Corbin Bleu, all of them, uh, and Zac Efron. Now, the weird thing about Zac Efron being a part of this is that he hasn't really been big on the High School Musical stuff in the last couple decades for Reasons being that he has amazing abs and doesn't need it anymore. Yeah. He he, go, <laughs> he went beyond that. Once once he did 17 again, Joey, it was all over. For
3: mm-hmm. him. He
2: was I think he did
4: a 17 star. again in between High School Musicals.
2: He was a triple A star after that. You got to <laughs> pay me all the craft services. So
4: that was the triple A move. It wasn't when he did a movie with The Rock or any of that stuff. <laughs> what are you out of your
2: mind? It's... it's It's
1: Chandler being from Friends is what propels you into stardom, okay? So here's the thing that's most weird about it, though, is that it wasn't even him singing it in the original movie. It was a voice double, which is weird because he can sing. We're going to see that tonight.
4: He sang in the second one, but the first music wasn't, like, in his register.
1: Yeah, so we'll see how that goes. But fun stuff. Um, And then – Interesting news that like I don't believe and this seems very fucking bizarre uh Cinemark theaters plans to reopen in July uh with the movie library product and for now Christopher Nolan's Tenet huh. so hmm. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Let's see how this goes here. Uh, The theater chain would adopt a dip-our-toe approach with two weeks of high-profile library content, which basically means they'll be showing older movies with all of Hollywood shut down right now, with the ultimate goal of reaching Christopher Nolan's tenet, which Warner Brothers miraculously still has scheduled to hit theaters July 17th. Mm. So. We'll see how this all goes, Uh, but they're talking about they can be profitable at 20 to 30% capacity, so there would still be social distancing measures in place. Theaters would also open on a state-by-state, county-by-county basis, depending on local measures. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. I doubt it. Don't see this happening. But it is interesting that there is a movie as big as Tenet that they are holding on hope for (laughs) this early.
0: I wonder, do you think that they've talked to to, to whoever is uh, releasing Tenet? It's Warner, Warner Brothers. Brothers Warner right? Brothers. Like, this seems crazy because if Tenant delays it, like, they're fucked. And also, if Tenant comes out to limited release, they're not going to do well. Yeah. You know?
1: This is a weird one, man. Like,
0: this, this is a movie that I can't imagine going to, like, the early access theater shit because this is a yeah. big movie and it's, you know christopher
4: nolan like wild yeah and it seems like one of those movies that should be seen in a theater absolutely like it's not one that you should watch at home
2: yeah every christopher first off every christopher nolan movie should be seen on imax because he shoots like i don't know if he shot a lot of this in 70 millimeter or whatever but you gotta see these on the biggest fucking screen possible because that's that his his style uh warrants that so no way but i don't know yeah
1: Um, And then the final news story for today is about NBC's Peacock service. It's still launching, um, but most original series are pushed to 2021. Uh, So a lot of the the launch content is going to be its library stuff, including Parks and Rec, Two and a Half Men, Law and Order, SVU, um, which really makes me concerned about Gia. Because does this mean they're taking it off of Netflix or Hulu?
3: Because
1: if they do, uh uh-oh. I don't want to fucking have to pay for another thing just for her to fall asleep.
3: Yeah.
4: <laughs> um,
2: just tell her the show is, is her show and just put on Psych on Amazon Prime. <laughs> she won't know the difference.
4: Just put well, the YouTube of video. Psych, on the-
2: though, Nick. Speaking Psych. of Psych, there's actually more to this story. Oh no, uh, give me one. Psych sec. the movie number two. Please tell oh, me yeah. it's like the second movie story. Wait, they've they've it already is.
0: announced that, Nick.
2: No, I know. I just want to know when it's coming oh,
1: okay. out.
0: Sorry. So. I'm sure it's done.
1: So Peacock put out a a like series of tweets that was uh, teasing different uh, series that are coming, uh, including Punky Brewster, which <laughs> fuck yes, a new one or the old one? It a new one.
2: They're okay. making they're remaking Punky Brewster. This time he's an I'm not familiar
1: enough with Punky Brewster to like speak authoritatively on this, but from watching the trailer, it seems like she's grown up. So, they don't get Selena and Fry back for it? Again, not at oh all. Wait listen. a minute, hold on. New Punky <laughs> Which one's
0: the one with Neil Patrick Harris?
2: That's Doogie Hauser. Punky oh. Brewster was a, was a Disney was uh... Plus is making a new Doogie Hauser Okay,
0: yeah. all right, good. Yeah. Also, uh, I was wrong. It's Adam Savage in the the tested, not Jamie.
2: Oh, yeah. Dude, I'm watching this trailer right now with Salil Moon. Moon You know, Punky Brewster, of course, Tim. Very popular for having mismatched shoes. So she would buy. Two different types of shoes, mm-hmm. like two different colors, Converse, mis- mismatched them, yep. made her super famous. Yep. Not to be confused with Blossom, huh. uh, who did not do that. Got it.
4: Is that the Alyssa Milano one?
2: <laughs> no, Blossom was uh, the no, girl or the the woman from um, – uh, not Third Rock from the Sun. What's the other one? Big Bang Theory. She oh. played one of the girlfriends. I forget her name. Um, we
4: literally just had this conversation <laughs> yesterday and I forgot. And
2: I think Joey – I think Joey Lawrence –
4: Oh, that's who it was. Yeah. It's um, my lick or my is what yeah, yeah,
2: was. yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, Punky was back in the day, man. That was like mid 80s, cool. yeah. So Punky's coming back. Is um, this, this lady's
0: two. name is Soleil Moon Fry, yeah, so like soleil, oh yeah, soleil, which means fry. sun in, in French, right? And then moon, soleil, yeah, well, these people are trying to be funny. Her parents, mm. <laughs> they were
1: hippies, <laughs> yeah, they were hippies. <laughs> um, Psych2 um, um, Lassie Come Home, the movie. Uh, seems to be coming to that's TV. a really good title <laughs> there, and there is a uh, on, let me scroll through this as a teaser here it goes the psych squad is back and their biggest that's movie it. since the last one
3: <laughs> I would have been,
1: that would have been such a
2: psych thing to do if that was it the psych squad is back and just a yeah. pineapple
1: but anyway yeah it's out there so Nick get excited I guess wait when does it drop uh, we don't know when that drops Like, so that's the thing is like a lot of this stuff was supposed to be earlier but now they're all until 2021 i oh, got it yeah. we lose yeah. joe no. okay, are you frozen no
0: <laughs> hey sorry you want to say again yeah it looks like joey cut off hopefully she pops back up there it is and she's cool. coming back
2: um Jude, real talk though that's what the world needs right now i know you guys don't care about psych and rightfully so because i don't think any of you would actually <laughs> like that show joe you might like it but maybe not i've not.
4: watched like episodes here and there
2: i'm halfway through season six again and i just love this show so much their episode. I think I saw an episode yesterday, that I'm like, I don't think I've ever seen this episode. I don't know. I think, maybe I've skipped half half of season six for some reason because some of the, a lot of these aren't registering. It's also possible that I just fell asleep midway through these and just never <laughs> went back because I've watched the entire like uh, the entire run of the show twice. So I'm very excited, and they knocked it out of the freaking park with the first movie. So it's like the second one
1: is going to be great. So uh, I, I was kind of bearing the lead here because I didn't expect us to go off and talk about Punky Brewster as much as we did. Uh, there is a teaser for Saved by the Bell, um, the the new one that has a lot of the original cast, and it it seems exactly what you'd expect from from this Mario Lopez being Mario Lopez. There's some some funny jokes. Did you guys see this teaser? No, yeah. not at all. Oh, I
4: saw wow. it, but I forgot to go back and actually watch what it. What is the main
1: hook sh- for
2: Saved I by the Bell? And to... please tell me they're just reprising their roles and picking up with senior year because that would be
1: amazing. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not that. It's in modern times and stupid. Uh, Mario Lopez speech. is a uh, the coach, or he's some he's some the, te- type of teacher. The pitch
4: is something like they're trying to like diversify and like make something like that. I think, and for some reason Zach Morris is governor. I'm pretty sure
1: that's amazing i mean so i I just skimmed through this but the end does end with something that i feel like you'd appreciate a lot nick it's mario lopez talking to two young students and he's pretty much just like hey like you guys need to get your shit together because back in my day you know me and my one of my friends uh would always fight over this hot girl and it's like really we should just be talking about different girls because there was you know there's a lot of them so i ended up banging this other one um oh wait one was your mom oh and the other was your mom (laughs)
4: oh my gosh awesome, awesome. <laughs> like, damn savage so savvy.
2: he was did wait so did he bang uh uh kelly kapowski and what's her butt
1: i again i'm not an authority peacock not for me oh my god I but you him. should check out the, the, the teaser seems fun. in this
4: new series uh zach morris is now a local politician and he's forced to merge two high schools thanks to a local government scandal which creates a rift between the town's rich and poor teenagers I
1: love it.
2: See again. I think I think they should have gone with my original pitch of this, which is they just remake the entire show starting freshman year with the old <laughs> actors. I would watch the uh, shit out of that. It's just uh, a forty year old Mark Paul Gosselaar, just dressed up in like acid washed jeans.
4: <laughs> yes. They oh, don't. They didn't. They're man. not bringing back uh, Screech though, right?
2: No, like Dustin thing. Diamond had a couple issues back in the day porn. that I think are gonna it's gonna preclude porn, him right? from, uh, from and didn't back. Lisa
4: Turtle also end up kind of crazy. I can hear you, no, oh, can okay. hear you. Uh, I don't know if
2: I don't know if Lisa did, but I know Dustin kind of went off the deep end and did some sex videos. Um and then I think he said some crazy shit too. So I don't think he's coming back.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But you know, Mario know. Lopez has been working for a long time, and so is Mark Paul Gosler So and Tiffany, to be, shout out to Tiffany uh Thiessen. We don't go, but she doesn't go by Amber anymore. For her work in suits, or not suits, uh, um, white collar. I liked her in that. Mm-hmm. She was good in that one.
4: Is she confirmed to return? I feel like I saw the other three, but not her.
2: She, you can't do fucking save by the moment. She has out. to do
4: something, right?
2: Yeah. You, like a do, little yeah. thing, season Oh, my God. You got to have her in the whole thing. She has to be. I mean, I like to imagine
4: that she married <laughs> Zach
2: and they had kids together and lived happily ever after. I like she's that. she's still banging A.C. Slater on the side. Lowdown. What, right. low. what about Jesse?
4: What about Jesse's? Spano
2: Spano <laughs> went off the deep end and went to. I like to believe her character was actually the same character in Showgirls, where she went <laughs> off the deep
1: end and started doing burlesque shows in Vegas. You love to see it. Ladies and gentlemen, before we move on, this episode is brought to you by Me Undies. It's officially spring, which means it's officially spring cleaning time. Yes, that's the thing. And if you're not doing it, you should, especially with your underwear drawer. I'm feeling real good right now. Me undies almost head to toe. Once again, rocking the me MeUndies MeUndies undies socks, me undies undies, me undies lounge pants, and me undies shirt. If they made me undies bomber jackets, you can bet I would be there. <laughs> uh I'm feeling extra soft right now. Uh the best thing about this is there's an undie membership. You can get it, and they just you you choose the type of styles that you want and every month they'll just send you undies. Joey, you be getting these undies. How are you feeling about them?
4: I am, right now they have a really fun Palm Springs line of designs. The one that I picked out that should be ordered or that should be here like tomorrow has all these fun like monstera leaves and like ferns and it's like peach and greens and it's really cool.
1: See, I love it because when they do a lot of their, their theme print sections, it's like they, like I got these ones recently with pandas on them and it's, Mm. it's pandas on this like hard coral color and it's awesome but then they'll also just give you just the colored ones so i have ones mm-hmm. that are just they're kind of just like the color of this and they're just super loud i absolutely love it me undies has a great offer for you guys right now any first time purchasers you can get 15% off and free shipping this is a no brainer because they have a 100% satisfaction guarantee and i guarantee you'll be satisfied uh to get your 15% off your first order free shipping and that guarantee go to meundies.com/morning that's meundies.com/morning Next up, shout out to... Honey. Online shopping is supposed to be easy, so why is it always so complicated to find coupon codes that actually work? Thanks to Honey, it doesn't have to be. Honey is the free online shopping tool that saves you money online. They automatically find you the best promo codes and apply them to your cart. It's so easy to install this. It's like a one-time thing, a couple clicks, then it's just installed on your browser, and then any store you're going to, whether it's a best buy or uh, an Etsy, you're still getting these promo codes uh, added to your cart. Don't even need to do anything. Just little guy just dances on the screen boom gives you the options to choose one you go the best thing about it it checks if the the codes are still valid i hate when i get a, a coupon code and i put it in and then it's like oh sorry this is this is out doesn't work anymore honey fixes all that for you gets you the best deals saves you money joey how much money have you saved in your life because of honey
4: uh, So much money. I will let you know right now. I used Honey and I accumulated all these Honey coins, which is like cash back you get for purchases. And I have an order from Sephora sitting on our doorstep right now that I ordered solely with my Honey like coins that you can exchange. Honey money, baby. With.
1: You gotta love it. Uh, Honey's found over 18 million members, over $2 billion in savings. Wow. That's a lot of cash. Not using Honey is literally passing up free money. It's free to use and installs in just two clicks. You can get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash morning. That's joinhoney.com slash morning. Boom. I have up, two baby? things before we go hey, on. Go for it.
2: One, you didn't tell me that Freddie Prince Jr. plays Salil Moonfry's husband on Punky Brewster. Uh, that was a massive Ooh. oversight. I request that you go back and redo that story right now. <laughs> and two, I would interest- like—I would like Kevin In- to tilt his camera down a little bit so that I may see Cecil. Down, down. there he is!
3: Oh!
4: This cute <laughs> oh, <let's keep laughs> <a> little bed.
1: <laughs> Thank you for that, Kevin. Thank you.
3: <laughs>
0: no problem.
1: Nick, what have you been watching? Mostly psych. Um,
0: Nick, are yeah. you watching more of? Ozark season three. Or I finished
2: know? Ozark. Which have you finished it yet?
0: Uh, no, I am halfway <laughs> through season three, and ho, 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 ho I love this fucking
3: show.
2: Ozark is it's wild, man, man. It is it is. If you liked Breaking Bad, just you got it. You're gonna love Ozark. Um, that's that's. I finished that last week. I'm trying to think what else I've been watching. I, I just started watching a new show. I've discovered the um the National Geographic Channel. Apparently, we have that now. <laughs> so I started watching Alaska Animal Rescue. And the first episode was a woman had to rescue an eagle who had a bald eagle who had accidentally impaled itself on a tree branch. So she had to take, like, the, the, yeah, one of the vets had to take, like, the fire ladder up and get it off. They had to cut the branch off and take it down. So we're midway through that right now.
0: Don't you have Disney Plus as well? Mm Mm-hmm. They have all those shows on there. Just Well,
2: that just changed my life right yeah a whole, that's awesome national that's, geographic
1: tab yeah. yeah oh my god i'm going to watch that right now 100%. <laughs> <laughs> so, easy oh I, so here's the thing i know i'm a broken record at this point but i'm only going to repeat this because it is only getting better y'all motherfuckers need to watch dave it is one of the fucking best shows i think i've ever seen at this point it is so much more than just a fucking hilarious comedy okay. but it is that so much the cameos that they got last night are unbelievable and it just keeps ratcheting it up episode after episode. Like one episode, you're straight up crying. The next episode, you're laughing hysterically. It's like it's building this world of characters that I'm like, I th- this show needs to be renewed for ten seasons right now. Fucking get on it. Um, but I will say that so we're on episode seven. Just happened last night, so it's a ten episode season. If this show was bingeable, I I'd probably watch it in one sitting. It yeah. is so addicting. It is so good. And I, if you guys just wait a couple more weeks, and you're able to do that, i are gonna have such a fucking good time, man. It is. It is so beyond what it should be, man.
0: Do you want to plan a screencast
1: special <clears throat> for it? I mean, I, I maybe I don't know, but I, you guys should all watch it for sure. <laughs> that way we can make
0: me watch it. You know what I mean? Oh, I, I want to watch
1: it. I'm
2: not, I'm. I'm. I just keep forgetting about it. But this makes sense. This is a good plan because I'll, I'll binge the whole thing in like one mm-hmm. weekend. Yeah. um blessing the other thing i wanted seems to
0: it. really like it just who? possible cast blessing we want to kick blessing. Nick
2: out you know i mean blessing <laughs> chose to work here so his his opinions might <laughs> yeah, be a little off right. if you know what i
0: mean <laughs> what's up Nick? uh
2: i started watching a series on netflix called how to fix a drug scandal
4: oh i've this? seen that pop up
2: yeah it's about it's about two it follows two women who both went on trial for they were um they worked in crime labs and they were also like horribly addicted to to drugs. So one of them was like really addicted to meth to the point where like she would take the drugs and like test them and then f- replace them with new, like, like fake drugs so that she could either sell them or do them herself. Um, and it was actually really interesting for the first like 30, 40 minutes of it. But the problem I keep having with these Netflix documentary shows is that they're shows, not movies. So like every single time, 40 minutes in, it's like now, but like, let's take a look at how this person grew up. And it's another hour episode of this person's upbringing. And then they go to the cop's upbringing. And they go to the, I'm like, just tell me the fucking story, Netflix. I wish Netflix would do – Netflix, if you're watching, listen to me. I'm going to pitch you on something fucking crazy right now. Do an eight-episode run of a documentary series for people who really want to understand every little nook and cranny of this story. And then for normal people like me, cut it all down to a two-hour doc and make that episode nine. That's all I want them to do. Because this keeps happening where I'm like, I don't want to watch eight episodes I've been trying to, of Tiger King. Like Tiger King even was great. But after four episodes, I'm like, I get it. The dude's got a mullet and they're all fucking crazy. Just dude's tell me if he mullet. killed the woman yet. Mm-hmm. Tell me if he killed her. I want to know if he killed her. I don't want to wait nine hours to figure this out. Just give me like a two-hour cut of these documentaries and that'd be amazing.
1: There you go. Joey, okay. any, any recos?
4: um I started Run, which is a new oh, HBO I series. That yet. Yeah, good? yeah, I like it. It's hard because it, they're pretty short episodes. I think they're thirty minutes, or at least it felt really. Well, short. Don't
2: don't tell me, but tell me what the fuck is this show about? But don't tell me. I
4: don't I've only watched one episode, so I can say that I don't know yet. But I'm still I'm intrigued enough to keep watching. I just really like Donald Gleason and Merritt Weaver.
2: They're both. It's a great cast. Yeah, and, and like, have you guys seen the preview for this? No, it's literally the pre the trailer starts with uh, it's a it's a man and a woman. And one of them texts the other person run and they both just like pick up and leave their life and get on a train together. And that's all that they show in the trailer. And he's like and you're like, what what the hell is going on? Is it this romance? Is there something chasing them? Like what's happening? But it's kind of comedic, but it also looks kind of dark.
4: Yeah, Hmm. that's what it is. Because like, yeah, the first episode is a lot of just like building a little bit of like who they are. But she gets that run text like kind of right away so it's like trying to figure out yeah like are they do they have this shared secret that's crazy like do their lives suck like what is it i think it's worth I, the first episode for sure is worth watching i'll be interested to see like where they go with this because yeah they got to give me something something more at some point
1: okay but yeah now tim that, are you excited that chris D'Elia dropped dropped new special yes yeah, so i was just <laughs> about to bring that up i was like looking it up to get the name right now no pain uh the new special just came out so it's out did we you watch, watch it? it no did you no, I haven't watched it yet. I haven't watched it. Oh, I saw it on Netflix. We're watching it tonight. I am fucking stoked. My oh my, God, my worry cool. is, I was talking to Joey about this yesterday. I feel like with a lot of these comedians, it's the third special that is the breaking point where it's like they Not. knock it out of the park. Like the first one's like, oh, this guy's good. The second one, they're like, oh, you did really great. And the third one's like, oh, you're just famous now. And yeah. this isn't mm-hmm. funny anymore. So I'm worried about that. But Burt Kreisner, he broke that. He nailed it. Three for three. Oh. Did you finally watch his last special? Oh my god, it's fucking
2: incredible! So the story, good. all the gun stuff where he's like, "I lost my gun for nine days." <laughs> it's
1: dude, it's it's brilliant stuff, and I I'm I'm hoping that this hits on the, that level.
0: Kevin, Kevin tell Have you watched it, Kevin? I haven't watched the third one yet. You'll love it. He tells a story he, about he how
3: so he, he like
2: funny. bought a Glock, but yeah. he was like, I, lo- "I lost the the little clippy thing." He's like, "I lost the magazine like right off the bat, so this gun has no bullets in it." And then he goes, <laughs> "But then you have to." He's like, "Imagine explaining to your wife that you lost your gun." And he's like, I walked into my room in the, the living room where my wife and kids were, and I was like, uh, Daddy lost something. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but you'll know when you find it. Just bring it straight to Daddy. Don't tell Mom. Don't tell Mom.
1: <laughs> he talks about, like, the reason he got the gut. He's just like, dude, like everyone just wants to, like, fucking walk around their house with their shirt off, drinking some fucking whiskey, and just holding their Glock. <laughs> yeah, this is a Glock, Glock he's cock. So, and, and,
2: he's and Pinos, so funny. He's – it's great. Tom, uh, Tom Segura's last special was good too, but I think Burt did him. I think Burt's special is – Tom really, Segura's – I couldn't make it through. You, did, you think, did you think the audio was sweetened on that? Oh, yeah. Like, that was one where I was just like – it
1: was an example for me I'm like, Oh, yeah. Wait, wait, here's, what here's the th- point. Sweetened audio mean?
2: So it's when they basically go in and add laughs. They call um, it sweetening up the audio a little bit, and it's kind really of cool, – um, Yes. I didn't come up with a term but I will take full credit <laughs> for it um, and if I ever have a comedy special you bet you're fucking I'm going to pull audio from like 1980s like different strokes episodes <laughs> that's all I'm going to do but um, no it's really it's weird because you know you never—you can never tell how people decide to, to balance the audio so it's, it's entirely possible that that was the audio in the room and they just boosted it at points because um, you know when they do comedy specials they'll record the audio in the room separate from what's happening to the mic and they have to balance it but they do this thing with comedy specials sometimes where they just, it just looks like the whole thing was cobbled together. And it's not like it's bad because you can still enjoy it. The jokes are still funny. You can still enjoy it, but there's a, there's a missing energy to the special. Like the best comedy specials are the ones where you feel like you're actually sitting in the audience, watching this person perform. And I think Bert nailed it, but for whatever reason, however they produced Tom's it just didn't feel that way. It was, and it's unfortunate because they're both hilarious.
1: Yep. Kevin, any suggestions Ah man so
0: i watched through season one and two of ozark last time we talked i think i just finished season one god season two is so good this is of which one Ozark. ozark ozark yeah yeah and uh i mean it's just a my favorite drama show out there the whole thing is suspense intense um i'm just maybe three or four episodes into season three uh, and I can't recommend this show enough. If you like drama, if you like serious moments and like just scary, scary, scary things happening, you should watch <laughs> this. But like that good kind of scary, like real life scary.
2: Mm-hmm. Like the really, like the shit could really happen to you scary. That's the most terrifying kind. <clears throat> uh, has I ever watched The Platform on Netflix yet?
4: No, it's on my list.
2: Joey, I want you to watch it because it looks too Did scary and gross it? for me. No, I watched the trailer and it's okay. like. It's super cool. It, it seems like it's a really, really interesting, like, sci-fi kind of cultural commentary movie. But yeah, it, it, it reminds came me out- of Snowpiercer.
4: Oh, interesting. Bit. Yeah, because it came out right after, right around when we watched The Hunt. And I was like, I don't know if I can watch both of these back to back. So I never Are you, went back.
2: Have you guys watched the trailer for this yet? Or, or have you heard of anything about it? Mm-mm. I believe it's a Spanish movie. Yeah. Um, but uh-huh. it's about a prison where every level there's like two people on every level and it's just hella high and goes hella deep. And every day a platform comes down with food on it from like people above them. So like there's, I guess a rich society above them that eats and eats and eats. And when they're done, they put all the food on a platform and as it descends, people eat it. And then when they're done eating, it keeps going down. And so by the people at the bottom have like nothing left, obviously an obvious social commentary of like class structure, but it's it's one guy's like I want I'm I'm going down I'm gonna fall I'm gonna ride this thing down and see what happens and like and they're like the other guy's like down is death you can't do that and so it's like it's it's a crazy ass it just reminds me of like Snowpiercer when they start at the back of the train and he has to fight his way up to the front to like the, mm-hmm. the super ultra rich
0: like he's gonna get low enough where they're gonna eat him right
2: that's potentially what they're leaning oh, into shit. right I is might that they watch don't this. Know, this sounds there's this no sounds food left like what happens what out? do they eat oh. down there it's crazy fucking oh. terrifying it's just a movie i think so yeah yeah
0: but it is in spanish so yeah it's okay i think the the trailer is dubbed dubbed. so
2: i don't know if they're doing an english dub for this for netflix because Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't like to read but i'm guessing you should watch it in spanish
0: it was it was a recommendation from one of the best friends uh when it first came out they were saying it was really good i'll check it out check it out
1: you can go to patreon.com slash funny to write in your answers to our questions every week. This week's question was, what is your favorite rock movie? Be specific. <laughs> um, and so here's the thing. We got a lot of, a lot of funny people here, all right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we got multiple responses to the extent of Arvel writing and saying, my favorite rock movie is The Rock. Uh, Nicholas Cage hamming it up as usual <laughs> as a total Beatles fanboy. Dr. Stanley Godspeed, Sean Connery, maybe his last major action role in his career. It's just fantastic. It's just fantastic. Dude, that's... the Rocky is a fucking great movie.
0: It's it is. such a good movie.
4: This also reminds me, for the first time ever last week, I watched National Treasure. It's oh, fun.
0: It's yeah? good, right? Do you watch two? Yeah. No.
4: Two's just as, good fun. just yeah.
0: as fun. Just as fun.
4: Okay. <laughs> also, tonight, we're watching Tremors at 5 o'clock with a Netflix party. Oh, that's anybody...
0: Awesome. Um, it's on Netflix
2: now. If you're interested at all um, uh, on the IFC channel, Face Off is there. I watched that the other night as well. Uh, awesome. I was going to take my interested. face. Why do
0: you have the IFC Off. channel? <laughs>
2: I have no idea. My wife negotiated with Comcast for four days. The negotiation went well. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we now have IFC and the and the National Geographic channel. And between those, with that and the Velocity channel, I'm set. I don't need anything else.
1: Lee Polaro says, my favorite The Rock movie is Moana. Amazing animation with a soundtrack that truly Good. slaps. Thank you, Lin-Manuel Miranda. I can watch it whenever, and then I just want to watch it again. Uh, honorable mention is Get Smart. It was hilarious. one Oh, he was personal. good in that. And first fray into comedy. It's mostly forgotten now, but it is really funny. That's actually a really funny movie. It's uh, Steve Carroll and uh, what's her name? Anne Hathaway. Uh, Lexi Gunner says, got to give it up to Gridiron Gang. It was The Rock's first dramatic mm. movie. And how could you not love his sidekick, Mr. Pimp My Ride's own X to the Z? exhibit. I can honestly say I've never seen that. That's the one rock movie I haven't seen. Uh, KCW says, most movies with The Rock are the same as he finds his way to the helicopter somehow. <laughs> <Fair>. <laughs> but my favorite would have to be San Andreas, high action, uh, Alexander Daddario, and Earthquakes. I, so I still haven't seen San Andreas. I you don't think I've see seen it? it either.
4: Yeah, she plays the AD? daughter. Yeah,
1: she plays this, Yeah.
4: It's it, weird that you haven't seen it because it's all set in San Francisco.
1: Yeah, I kind of want to watch it. It's, Maybe we'll put that on yeah, uh, the list, Joey.
0: It's not good, right, Tim? Like, it's th- those fine. one of those movies that, like, we, we specifically are like, nah, we shouldn't watch this because it's not going to be good.
1: Yeah, but, like, uh, Remember, okay. I Remember, like you said about The Rock? Like, like you, the Rock.
0: you have to know which movies to pick to watch and but which I, not I don't, to. Won't judge don't judge him. Don't break it. it. Don't no,
2: break no, it. Well, I mean, look, 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 look. There's, there's multiple levels of things people need right now. And a good old fashioned disaster movie that's just brain dead and just. Mind numbingly dumb and fun is I'm not going to shake a stick at it, Joey. Did I just watch The Core starring Ooh, Hilary Swank and uh, great Aaron movie. Eckhart? yeah, great I did. Movie. And it's a great movie. The science, I have watched
4: Geostorm.
2: Oh, <laughs> I have watched Geostorm.
4: Maybe I'll finally watch it. <laughs> oh, you don't need
2: to, Joe. It's uh, okay. it's barely a what movie. What about
4: Hurricane Heist? That's the other one I always I've see.
2: seen Hurricane Heist. It's it's all right. It's 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 got the guy from uh, Rock and Roller is in it, he's a good actor. Okay, I'll just is pretty go bad. watch
4: Volcano with like Tommy Lee. Jones. Well,
2: here's what you gotta do, everyone. Here's homework for next week, everyone. Everyone's gotta watch Armageddon. Because I think it's on Netflix right now. Okay. War. What's up, Kev?
0: No, I was gonna say, is that next week's prompt? What do you think about <laughs> Armageddon?
1: Sure, <laughs> be specific Tim. That'll, That'll be, be it. I like that. What's your thoughts on Armageddon? <laughs> uh war ensemble dan says my favorite dwayne the rock johnson film is fast five you could see the trouble to come irl in that fight scene with vin diesel you can't fake that level of aggression
2: <laughs> that's true that was method that was method do you want to know that's something hilarious? hilarious it wasn't until the second movie where i realized are oh, you talking about the rock i thought last week when you did this prompt it was movies that were based on rock bands <laughs> i was like oh someone's gonna say rock of ages like a joke
0: didn't you throw out the rock? No,
2: Tim, I was saying how much I don't like rock movies these days because they're kind of all boring and the same. And Tim was like, cool, just to screw with me, he's like, next week's prompt is going to be the rock movies. Oh. But I thought he said rock movies. And I was like,
1: someone's going to bring up Rock of Ages and I'm going to lose my shit. Yeah, Rock of Ages <laughs> is not on this. Um, Dalton F says Fast Five is easily the best movie with the rock in it. Also, shout out to Jumanji, an unexpected gem that actually lets him do something different uh shabadoo jr says my favorite rock movie is without a doubt fast five while it's not the best fast and furious movie it's amazing for the rock alone he's such a cartoon character badass his one-liners are great including you know i like my desserts first and give me the damn veggies referring to a good news bad news situation (laughs) for the
3: record
4: fast five is the best Fast and Furious
1: movie. Right, I think you. there's been some debate about that. Also, right
4: now you can. <laughs> yeah, well, you guys didn't have me on it, so fuck you. I get to make my own. That's
2: a lot of people say four is where all the heart
0: is. No,
4: you've never. No you one don't
0: say that. that. I think you still say it. one, right? I like. I like them all. Um, just like a all. little update on Armageddon. It is streamable on HBO Go, HBO mm. Now, and Directv for free. Otherwise, you can rent okay. it for three dollars.
2: I must have seen it on HBO.
0: Then that's a
4: really good three dollars, though. I could lay awake just to
3: yeah. go here you're sleeping.
4: sleeping. Are those the words?
2: Nope.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I think it's I could stay
2: awake just to watch you sleeping, I think is the word. <laughs> watch uh, you While I'm creeping. Alright, I'm week away way in the bushes. Watching movies and
3: shit. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>